David, oh boy, where's Anne? Do you know? Out shopping. Oh. Uh, she's not going to be very pleased with herself. Oh, why? She's forgotten Thick Grow the Weeds. Forgotten what? Uh, that's the title of a book. Reviewed in this week's edition of A Life of Bliss. Being the biography of a bachelor with Diana Churchill, Colin Gordon, Petula Clark, Sarah Lawson, Nan Kenway, Gladys Henson, and Percy Edwards. Yet another episode in the life story of that shy young man, David Alexander Bliss, better known to us as George Cole. The title of Anne's library book, in fact. Oh, I see. Did you want to change it? Oh, apparently. Ah. No, it's here, look. Thick Grow the Weeds. A Human Story of Tangled Emotions. You know something? That's the, that, that's the trouble with these modern novels. Trouble? Too much of a tangle. Not, not true to life. Well, what's more, they're, they're all rather the same. All stick to the same formula. Exactly. Rather like... Um, a cinema program. Well, how do you make that out? I'll tell you. To start with, they mostly have a foreign setting, right? Oh, yes. That's the travelogue. Second feature, a grim picture of life, slow-moving and heavily psychological. And so to the big feature of any novel, the part that really keeps us in our chairs. Oh, what's that? Well, not to put too fine a point on it, um, a passionate love story vividly told. And there, of course, books have the advantage over films, the advantage of punctuation and all that that implies. <laughs> punctuation? The inevitable row of dots and an exclamation mark. <laughs> think of it, that's, uh, that's probably why these continental films are so popular. Why? The subtitles also leave a lot to the imagination. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but I, I couldn't be more in the dark. My dear chap, no need to apologise. My fault for mentioning it in the first place. Uh, you, um, you were saying? About what? Mo uh, modern novels. Not true to life. Oh, no, no, and that's not all either. Hmm? The, the, the characters aren't real. They, 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 they get their lives so jolly involved. You take my breath away. <laughs> why? How can you, of all people, possibly say that? When it comes to getting involved, you're a real character. Well, not, not, not to that extent. Oh, now, come now, David, there's no denying it, surely. Why, good heavens, if the, if the future can really be foretold by reading palms, your lines must be a series of knots. <laughs> all right, then I, I admit it, but I, I certainly don't get involved in the same way. I mean, take, take, take Thick Grow the Weeds, for instance. Oh, you've read it, then? Yes, and then you're absolutely right. It's, it's definitely a bit, um, well, you know, rather... Well, you know. Amazing. I'd never thought of it before, but you know, you talk like a novel. Meaning? Row upon row of dots and exclamation marks. I take it that's what you meant. Well, that's exactly what I meant. Mm. And, and as for the mess Henry Blythe got himself into... Who's Henry Blythe? A character in the book. Oh. There, there, there were three women in his life altogether. Ah, that's the life. Well, I say it. Uh, <laughs> Estelle, mm. the girl he thought he loved but wasn't sure... Blanche, the girl he'd met on the ship, and, uh, and Laura, the American nurse he met in Hong Kong. He, he thought he was in love with her, too, until he got the letter from Estelle. Then he didn't know what to think. No, but he still went on seeing her. He, seeing Laura, that is. Sorry. And in the end, of course, the inevitable happened. You don't mean dot, 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 exclamation mark. No, no, no. <laughs> of course not. No, sorry, my mistake. No, Estelle arrived on the scene. She, she got a job in a shipping office. And, and Henry began seeing her again, unbeknown to Laura. Oh, very professional. What? Unbeknown. Carry on, if you must. Well, I might as well, now I've got this far. Anyway, after a time, Henry realized he wasn't really in love with her at all. With Estelle, that is, not Laura. But she was desperately in love with him. And then, 
He didn't know how to break it to her. Now do you see what I mean about getting involved? <laughs> yes, but I'm sure it must have been clearer in the book. Well, I, I should have thought that was clear enough. Henry wasn't in love with Estelle. No, 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 but no, she no, no. please, please, David, please. <laughs> it was clarity itself. But there is something you might explain. What have I done to deserve this? Who suggested a comparison? With what? My life and the way I get involved. Oh, yes, but and I don't retract, not for a second. In the past, perhaps, but not anymore. I've found the answer. Maxine? Maxine. <laughs> no more complications, not in my life. Oh, my dear old boy, don't tempt fate. Nobody, nobody in this world can be that sure. No? Good heavens, no. It's all very well to think of love as a jolly little cupid, but, but let's face it, there's some pretty indiscriminate shooting. <laughs> Quite a few spare arrows flying around, too. Misguided missiles, in fact. <laughs> Believe me, anything can happen then. Such as? Two on the same target. You, you know that little poem, I shot an arrow into the air. It fell to earth, I know not where. Cupid on an off day. <laughs> there's love for you, and it can hit you in the back. Oh, there's Anne. Tony! In here, darling. All right. Oh, yeah. Guess what I saw while I was... Oh, hello, Poppy. I didn't notice you. Oh, that's all right. Who did you see? Um, who, who did I see? Yes, you were just going to tell me. Betty Duncan. Really? Hmm. What did she have to say? Nothing. <laughs> What's your other news? David, would you be very sweet and do me a favor? Go and get my cardigan for me. Yes, of course. Where is it? Upstairs. Chest of drawers, second drawer down. Right interesting about your meeting Betty Duncan. I didn't meet her. I know, that's what's so interesting. <laughs> and the uh, cardigan, too. Obviously an excuse. Oh, dear. So you guessed. Bless you, darling. It wasn't all that difficult. You think David realized? Oh, it was difficult enough for that. <laughs> who, who, who did you really meet? Penny Gay. Penny Gay? Oh, my goodness, of course. She was just getting on a bus, so I didn't have a chance to speak to her. I thought she was in America. Apparently not. I say, that really is a coincidence. Penny. The girl he thought he loved but wasn't sure. Thought he loved? He was engaged to her twice? Yes, I know. So. <laughs> what are we going to do? About? About David, of course. You think we ought to tell him? Well, I don't see why not. Oh, don't be silly. It's not that simple. How do you think he's going to feel when he knows Penny's back? You know how she's always affected him. I know how Maxine's affected him. So? I doubt if he'll feel anything. Come to that, I doubt if he can. Meaning? People in a trance can't feel a thing. <laughs> you seem to forget. It was never really over. Penny suddenly got the chance of going to Hollywood, and David persuaded her to go. But he was heartbroken when she left. Of course it would affect him. Oh, I'm sure you're wrong. Oh, for goodness sake, how can you possibly be sure? You don't seem to realize how serious it is. Well, that's the whole point. Surely I don't think it is, and I really don't. I, I could be wrong. So could I, I suppose. There you are, then. There's your cardigan. Oh, thank you, Poppet. I know it took me a long time, but uh, that's what you wanted, wasn't it? What? <laughs> what? The cardigan. Oh! <laughs> oh, yes, 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 this is the one. <laughs> well, what have you been talking about? Oh, nothing. I say, you're obviously having a quiet morning. <laughs> you know, first of all, with, um... Now, uh, who, who did you say you met? You know perfectly well who I said, and that's who it was. Who? Penny Duncan. Penny? Uh, <laughs> Penny Duncan. Oh, uh, look, you will excuse me, won't you, but I must get on. I... I, I, I must give her a ring sometime. Who? You know who. 
And that's who you met. Oh, but... <laughs> who did I meet? Betty Gay. <laughs> Good for you. I'm sorry, darling, but as an impartial witness, I didn't give you a single round. <laughs> I'm sorry, Anna. I shouldn't have teased you. But you, you, you needn't have worried. I, I knew she might be coming over. Really? You did? Oh, yes. The company she works for are making a film over here, and Penny's designing all the costumes. I don't understand. How do you know? From her letter, of course. Letter? letter? Oh, didn't I tell you? No, you didn't. When was this? Oh, about a month or so ago. Why so surprised? We parted friends and we're still friends. I, I, I don't know how many times we wrote, but not more than six altogether. And, and I assure you, they, they, they were perfectly harmless. Uh, I'm sure they were. But um, how, did you, how did you feel when you got the letter saying she might be coming back? Well, I didn't feel anything. Not at the time. And now? I feel guilty. I forgot to answer it. But that's all. I mean, you don't... You don't feel, um... <laughs> anything, obviously. <laughs> well, nobody can say you didn't try, darling. Sorry. I really must get on. Where did I put my basket? Oh, it's here, look. Oh, by the way, you, uh, you forgot thick grow the weed. Ah, oh, good gracious, so I did. You left it on the table. I know, I left it there so I wouldn't forget. I'm mm. sure you did. <laughs> I'll take it back if you like. I can change mine at the same time. Oh, would you, darling? I'd be forever in your debt. Yes, of course. That's very sweet of you and very generous. Oh, nonsense. Forever in my debt. It's four months overdue. Teddy <laughs> grows the fine. I might have known. Oh, well, better take it back now before it grows any heavier. How about throwing down in there? David? Oh, sorry, I was miles away. Ten, I guess. Ten? Miles. A lovely Georgian house set in its own grounds. Oh, no, 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 you're wrong. Huh? You're completely wrong, actually. I, I was miles away with Penny, not Maxine. Where you indeed? You'll be in trouble. That's, that's just what I was thinking. I, I, I'd hate to get myself as involved as Henry Blythe. Oh, for heaven's sake, I've already got... <laughs> I've got to pay the fine for Anne. I don't see why I should be plagued by him as well. well I'm sorry, but there, there is a connection. I don't want to hurry you, but the fine's ticking up. <laughs> Remember in the book about Estelle? First the letter, then, then her suddenly arriving on the scene. One, one minute we were talking about that. Next minute, I hear Penny's arrived. You must admit it was an amazing coincidence. I'll admit nothing of the sort. There's not the slightest connection, and I'll prove it to you. Let me see. Uh, ah, yes, yes, here we are. There, look. Published 1953. That's when Estelle arrived on the scene. Penny arrived four years later. And just in passing, she didn't arrive in Hong Kong. All right, you win. I should think so, too. Went serious, William. Oh, good gracious, no. Not for a second. Not even vaguely. Only... Only... <laughs> only Estelle was in love with Henry, and Henry wasn't in love with her, and that started you wondering about Penny. Well, oh, I wouldn't say it started me wondering. It... It just made me, well, just... Started you wondering? Yes. <laughs> That's what I thought. Then, of course, I, I, I started thinking back. And that, that was your fault, in a way. Oh, now, look, oh, boy, there's no reason to drag me into it. Ah, but there is. I'd like to know what. Cupid on an off day, indiscriminate shooting, misguided missiles, two on the same target. But apart from that, nothing. To be fair, where, when I talked about indiscriminate shooting, I was generalizing. I never have said it about you, because well, it obviously couldn't apply. Why obviously? Oh, my dear old boy, no missile could be that misguided. <laughs> Maxine's misguided? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you, you, you'd never get another like her. Well, something in that. Never, not once in a thousand years. But I'd be too old to worry, eh? 
so that's all right. Yes, and while it's still all right, let's get that blasted book back to the library. We're on our way. <laughs> I'll, I'll just tell Anne. All right. Anne? Yes? We're off to the library. Oh, bless you, darling. I'll be forever in your debt. Not after Friday, you won't. Cheerio, <laughs> darling, won't be long. Just a second, Tony. You've got company. Company? <laughs> oh, so you've decided to come, have you? <laughs> yes, all right, all right. I only asked. I've had enough arguments for one morning. Right, we're all set. Tony? Yes. I'm going to ring Penny. Going to ring Penny. It's no good. I, I'm not going to make any bones about it. No, 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 it's a phrase. <laughs> Never knew what it meant either. What? Making any bones? Yeah. No, still no. <laughs> well, if you... If you say you're not going to make any bones about it... Oh, for the love of my... means, uh, well, that you're, 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 you're not going to beat about the bush. In that case, I don't believe it. Penny's big chance came out of the blue. Uh, a last-minute panic, and she was off to America. And, and everything was rather, well, left in the air. For, for all I know, she may... Well, she might still be... Oh, unlikely, surely. And I'm not being unkind. But possible. Yes, but... Oh, supposing you're right. How's phoning her going to help? She'll immediately think you're still in love with her. Well, that doesn't really follow, you know. But anyway, that, that, that's the whole point. If she does think that, I, well, I, I've got to tell her she's wrong. <laughs> Thick grew the weeds. <laughs> How are you going to tell her? How are you going to find out in the first place? How are you going to start to mention but a few? Well, I'm going to start by saying I've still got the scarf she left behind. To answer but one. All right, then. Where do you go from there? Oh, Oh, I just have to feel my way. Ah, I had a feeling that was coming. <laughs> now, I'm not going to make any bones about... <laughs> no! <laughs> that way, David, my boy, that way lies chaos, and there's no need for it. The odds are that trouble doesn't even exist. But get on that phone, and believe me, it'll be horribly real. Far better to let sleeping dogs lie. <laughs> oh, shut up! <laughs> Sorry, David, to put it so bluntly, but you, you, you've got to be cruel to be kind. My point exactly. Ah, oh, now, look... You'll only get yourself deeper and deeper into the mire. Oh, I hate to mention this, but letting sleeping dogs lie... Oh, oh shut up! <laughs> sorry. Sorry, sorry. Poor old psyche. <laughs> oh, but, 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 psyche, dear, please, please be quiet. There's a good girl. Oh, yes, sorry. Now, you were, you were hating to mention this, something or another. Well, just, just letting things go wasn't much help to Henry Blythe. I should ring her straight away. <laughs> I'm going to. You're really determined, aren't you? There's one thing you never need wonder about, Maxine. She's the girl for you. I've said it before and I'll say it again. You're a changed man. A new spirit entirely. A new... I don't care whether I sink or swim attitude. And it's definitely a change for the better. Is it? Oh, bless you. Of course it is. Oh, jolly good. You'll still sink, of course, but at least you go down fighting. <laughs> That's something. Now then, back to this idea of yours. I'm, I'm not happy about it, you know, and for a pretty obvious reason. I stood by while you were on the phone to people far more times than I care to remember, and I've come to one conclusion. What's that? Edison Bell did you a disservice. <laughs> Edison Bell? He invented the thing, remember? Oh, well, that's already solved. I, 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 I'm not going to try and discuss it over the phone. I, I don't see how you could, really. I, I'm merely going to tell her I've got the scarf and suggest I take it round. Oh, no, 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 just a second. Are you sure that... Still, it's up to you. And my mind's made up. 
But, but don't think I, I don't realize what a risk I'm taking. Probably doing myself a, a disservice, in fact. Still, let's see, it's um, Vale... Uh, oh, gosh, that's a good start. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. Well, I, I, I don't mind admitting I'm, uh, I'm feeling jolly nervous. I'm terrified myself. Look, let me just give you the benefit. Ah, yes. Something. Here we are. Right. Sink or swim. Oh, I'm sorry, you, um, you, you were going to give me the benefit of... Some fairly acute observation. One particular pitfall. Telephonic, irregular, names. Names? You always get them wrong, and I know how it happens. So let's get it straightened out. You're David Bliss, not Henry Blythe. She's Penny, not Estelle. I'm dubious, not happy. <laughs> You're psychic, not Cupid. Now, do be careful. Quiet and calm. Well, that's easier said than done. Hello? Oh, hello? Oh, is that you, Penny? Yes, who's that? Edison. Sunk in Edison. one. <laughs> Yo. David. David Bell. Yo. <laughs> Blythe. Yo, Bliss. Oh. oh, hello, David. What a nice surprise. Well, nice of you to say so, but I, I can't believe it was. No, not, not after that awful muddle. I'm sorry. What, awful? No, a nice surprise. Um, was it? Naturally. Did you just ring me up to say hello, or... Oh, well, no, no, I, I didn't, actually. I, I I doubt if you'll remember. Now, it's, it's so long ago, but, um, you left your Cupid here. That's my... <laughs> you've left your senses. Oh, you, you've left your senses. <laughs> Gosh, I've, I, I've obviously left mine. Scarf. Scarf. Oh, you left my scarf behind. Your scarf? Oh, no, no. Yours, not mine. I, 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 was, I was wondering if you could bring me around. That's quite a question. Poor David. What were you trying to say? That I, I, I've still got your scarf, and I, I wondered if you'd have me back. You were having... <laughs> I, I wondered if you'd have the scarf back, my love. My, my... If I wanted my scarf back... Yes. I shouldn't worry about it. Well, that's easier said than... I could easily bring it round. Now, if you like. All right, then, David. Oh, that's wonderful. I'll be round in about ten minutes. Goodbye. Bye. All right. I know what you're going to say. I went down spluttering. <laughs> went down three times. And I'll never get off the bottom. <laughs> Wrong. I'll tell you what I was going to say. You've got a new spirit, a new sink-or-swim attitude. You've got Maxine. And given time, I'm sure you'll even conquer the phone. Conquer yourself and your shyness. Well, that's a nice thought. But that's another day. I've got today's problem. And the sooner I get round there, the deeper I'll get into the mire. <laughs> well, yes, I suppose so, but... Oh, I'll take her down to the library with me. That's if dogs are allowed. No, oh, she'll wait outside for you, won't you, eh? We're all set. Have you got... Yes, and I'm not going to let go of it until it's safely back. You know, it's funny, but that, that, that's me in every way. My life. I make my own bed, and I have to lie on it. Sorry, old boy, I'm not with you. A bed of thistles. Still in love with you? I'm afraid so. Penny, darling, are you sure... Sure you're not just imagining it? Oh, I'm not sure of anything, Mummy. I've just got an awful feeling, that's all. Yes, but why? 
What did David say to you on the phone? I don't know. Don't know? Mummy, it was David. Uh, yes. <laughs> I was forgetting. He's the sweetest, kindest, and nicest person. I'd hate to hurt him. I still think it's imagination, but cruel to be kind. Yes, that's never easy. And anyway, you're right. I, I'm not sure, so I've got to find out first. But that's easy enough. Don't say anything until you've heard what he's got to say. I probably won't understand what he says. <laughs> that does make it more difficult, I agree. Don't worry, darling. It'll all... Oh, oh there he is now. I I'll take him in the front room. Uh, yes, all right. Tommy! Hello, David. Hello, Penny. Come in. Um, your scarf. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's jo jolly nice to see you. It's nice to see you. In here. Oh, right. After you. Thank you. Uh, how, <clears throat> how is America? I'm busy. Do sit down. Oh, thank you. Look, Penny, what I came round to tell you was... What what I, I I wanted to say I, I explain was that um, well you you know what it was like when you left Estelle, all such a left Estelle. Oh, um, Penny, sorry I, I was thinking of a book I know, but <laughs> you you remember what it was like, Laura, all such a Laura. Estelle, you're uh, Penny. I <laughs> call me Henry. David, I, I've just got to ask you. I, I think it's the only way. Are, are you still in love with me? Oh, gosh, that, that, that's what I, I was going to ask you. Are you? Are you? Oh, dear. No, David, I, I'm not. Oh, neither am I. You're not? No, that, that's what I came round about. Oh, that's what I was worried about. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, it is wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Such a wonderful relief. Wonderful. <laughs> Absolutely. I... Well, that, 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 that's really all I came round to say. <laughs> now all that's left to be said is, well, goodbye. Yes. Oh, darling David, I'll never forget you. Uh, I'll never forget you. And now I'm sure you've got a pressing engagement. Honestly, I, I can hardly believe it, even now. It certainly thinned them down a bit. Thinned them down? You were my, my, my thistles. <laughs> that, that's the, the book I was telling you about. Thick Grow the Thistles. <laughs> Weeds. I don't understand. I don't understand a word of it, but then that's how I shall always remember you. Well, that's, that's how I'll remember you. you not, not understanding and being so jolly nice about it. Well, this is... Goodbye. Yes, yes, this is, um... Goodbye. Goodbye and, um... Good, good luck. Always. Gosh, no doubt about it. Babysitting's a wonderful job. Mm -hmm. What time will Tony and Anne get back? Do you know? Oh, pretty late, I hope. 
Not too late, I hope. We've got a lot to do tomorrow. Have we? Mm. Oh, yes, of course. I, I, I'm moving back into my class. And that, that, that'll be a jolly nice job, too. With you there to help me. Still, one job at once. Let's concentrate on babysitting. <laughs> Darling, Maxine. <laughs> Darling. Mm. <laughs> Honestly, I, I love my work. <laughs> You're silly, but silly sweet. No, jolly good. Maxine, uh, there, there's something I want to tell you. What's that? I'm, I'm not going to make any bones about it. <gasps> hey, oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I've forgotten you were there. I, um, I, I want to tell you about, well, somebody I was once in love with. Somebody called Estelle. Dear Laura. <laughs> uh, Penny. Three girls you were in love with. No, no, just the one girl. With three names? No, no, no. You don't understand. I never try. Why? Because I understand you. And because I know you'd never say anything I'd mind your saying. If only I could understand. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a change. But it, it's all over with her. Yeah, Penny, I mean. Completely over. I'm glad. Darling Maxie. Oh. Uh, oh, for goodness sake. Who on earth? Oh, yes, of course, I know. It'll be Mrs. Griffin. Who's Mrs. Griffin? No, uh, my, my daily help. She, she used to look after me before. And, and I'm one person who really needs her help daily. I, I, I won't be a second. Oh, hello, Mrs. Griffin. Oh, hello. I've come for the key. Want to get an early start in the morning. Oh, right. I, I, I've got one here somewhere. Oh, yes, here we are. Uh, I, I, I'd like to ask you in, only I've, um, I've got a... Well, that is, I... Uh, I mean, it, it is an awfully, um... Nice. Who? Your young lady. Oh, how on earth did you guess? Oh, I didn't guess. I know you. <laughs> you think she's the one? Oh, I, I, I'm sure she's the one. You're the girl of my life. And I'm beginning to put my life in order, too. In fact, I've jolly nearly got rid of them already. Rid of what? The weeds. <laughs> Um, that, that's, a, that's a thistle I've been reading. Yeah, well... <laughs> book. You get back to your young lady. I'm sure she's better than any book. Cheerio. See you in the morning. No. Cheerio, Mrs. Griffin. It, uh, it was Mrs. Griffin. Honestly, you know, it, it, it's been the most wonderful day today. For, for me, I mean. It's, it's been like... Well, like, like a book. I, I, I feel I'm starting a completely new chapter. Am I the new chapter? Well, obviously. But only a chapter? Well, a long chapter. Very long. It'll go on forever and ever. And, and it'll be the most wonderful story ever written. What kind of story? The best kind. The only kind. The old kind. A simple love story. <laughs> That was A Life of Bliss. The artists taking part were David Bliss, George Cole, Anne Fellows, Dinah Churchill, Tony Fellows, Colin Gordon, Psyche the Dog, Percy Edward, Maxine Avery, Sarah Lawson, Penny Gay, Petula Clark, Mrs. Gay was played by Nan Kenway, Mrs. Griffin, Gladys Henson. This recorded program was written by Godfrey Harrison and produced by Leslie Bridgemont. Mm -hmm.